Hey everyone, welcome to another episode of Cinema Renfield. Um, today we're going to talk about someone's favorite film of all time. Is it your favorite of all time? All time. All time, all time? All time, like Over everything, every film everything that exists, that exists <laughs> ever in life. This even makes it more special. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, I'm Sharon, your host. It's his episode, he should even introduce. No, no I'm introducing him. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to give him too much power. Man. Yes, that's a yeah. good idea. I'm eager to, to, to know your opinion, Philip. You're, like, mm. you've not Me even too, exposed it the entire Me time. Too. But, <laughs> yeah, like, I've already said his name. I'm here with, uh, say your name. It's Philip Pansomantia. And it's Joel. And today's Joel's favorite film. Yeah. We're here to judge him and what, ask him. And hate on that why? favorite film. Yeah. There will be why? tears. Anyway, <laughs> so I I met Joel, asked him, what's your favorite film of all time? And he said, The Graduate. First of all, there was no pause whatsoever. He had it on his fingertips. He had it yeah. on his fingertips. He didn't even oh, wow. think this twice. Really he was just like, time. my favorite film of all time is yeah. The Graduate. I'm like the graduate, the graduate. He's like, yeah, the graduate. Yeah. But anyway, happy to for this to be our our oldest film so far. Awesome. Yeah. 1967. Yeah, 1967. Yeah. The graduate, uh, comedy drama, isn't it? Yeah. Is it? Oh, wait. yeah. To be aware, we're going to reveal spoilers through and through because yes. I don't think we'll be able to hound Joel over this. Yeah. If we're not revealing spoilers, <laughs> but this is a really old film. Uh, you should. Wa- I, I, I'm not sure it will spoil. I think it will help because I think my second viewing was better. Or I already knew the plot. Yeah. But it was still effective, so I think it will still be effective even if we reveal a lot about it. Yes, it will. How can people access this film? I don't don't, don't say the illegal way. <laughs> Just say there's a way. <laughs> she was talking to Philip. We cannot. We cannot condone <laughs> this illegal behavior. Oh, piracy. Piracy. No. no. Piracy. No. Say no to piracy. Kids. Say no to piracy. It's wrong. You're robbing the artists. We're all wearing non-piracy things. t-shirts. Yes. Non-piracy. Yes. We're against piracy. Yes. Get it legally from. On, buy it. Buy yeah. like online with yeah. all that money you're not making. Yeah. Like, buy it. Buy it online, man. <laughs> <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, to give you a basis on what this film is about, in the simplest way, it's about a 21-year-old man, boy. He's 21. 21 is still boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Pretty much. He yeah. has just graduated, mm-hmm. and he's aimless. He has no idea what his life is going to be about no next. Plot. But guess what? Yeah, what? He gets into a situation with an older woman who is his mother's friend. Yeah. Are you judging Joel already? Because I'm already judging him. Uh, but this <laughs> choice, uh, okay. <laughs> is it reflective? Yeah, I'm judging him already. But that's okay. mainly what happens at the beginning. Uh-huh. And guess what? What? He instead falls in love with the woman's daughter. Yeah. That's basically it's perfectly it. rational. <laughs> yeah. So, <laughs> yes, this is Joel's favorite film of all time. Because you just yes. watch this film because think 
This is someone's favorite film of all time. Yes, it is. There's a yes, guy out there. There's Someone out there loves this movie. There. And time. he has reasons. Yeah. Reasons, We're man. We're eager to hear these yeah. reasons. Out of possibly thousands of movies. <laughs> watched, there's so many films out yeah. there. So many good films, by there's the way. There's Stanley Kubrick. There's Alfred Hitchcock. There's much better films out there, I, I actually was specific as, what's your mm. all-timey movie? I wasn't mm. even, what's the most current film you watched and loved? Particularly, like, yeah. What films? I know he has watched so many films. So many. A ton. I'm like, <laughs> stun me. What's your favorite film? Mm-hmm. The Graduate. She got wow. stunned, man. I was like, no shit. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah. so yeah. this is going to be fine. Oh, yeah, I can't wait. I, can't I can't wait to hear what he has to say. <laughs> but let's start with that coveted person here. Please. Because we have no idea what he thinks about this film. He watched it like a few hours ago. <laughs> this did, is... Yeah plain untainted review of the film had you read yes. anything about it absolutely nothing absolutely nothing i, I didn't even know it? i didn't even know it was an old time you didn't even know it was old time did Zero. you know it even existed nada nada yeah so philip <laughs> just bless us with your opinion on this yeah film. you know i hate to do this again <laughs> I really wanted to disagree with Joel, but I really enjoyed this film. <laughs> I hate you, Philip. So what the hell did you enjoy about this film? Mm-hmm. First of all, I, I felt like he, he really caricaturized a, a certain character that I feel like most guys understand, mm-hmm. particularly most reserved type people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and also, I was painfully aware of all the... I think the directorial I don't know what they meant. Yeah. I cannot interpret them. Yeah. But I was very aware of the way they used space and the way they the the, the camera moved around yeah, and the, the characters moved around. Yes. And it, it led me to think, okay, what is the director trying to say here? So it kept me thinking a lot. And at a certain point obviously I forgot about all that and I got into the story and it shocked me it was although the fact that they call it a comedy that still baffles my mind. Did you not laugh? Not one bit. What? There was not a single Never. bit that was funny for me. <laughs> wow. I felt it. If anything, it was like a thriller. It was like a drama thriller type movie for me. Yes. I really don't know what people in the sixties considered funny, but this was not it. it I think that's like my only criticism. Yeah, like it felt satirical. It was satirical, but it was. Yeah, amazingly but, stupid yeah. yes that's but i do see that are. dark element and that's Who's the reason dark? i refer to it as a dark comedy yeah and the main character ben right yes ben braddock yeah he, he was Four a bit ends, he really disturbed <laughs> me if i'm honest yeah he, he had a bit of psycho to him yeah, yeah. and on a, i think in today's world we could all call what he was doing at the campus harassment Oh, it's yeah. nothing violation. short of her. Oh, yes, it was. And for some crazy reason, she 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 liked that. She, she just really it. set that up a bit. Just set it up because you just bring it up. You just bring it up on us. Oh yeah. Okay. So so the idea is that he's been vibing this girl, and after a while, he he's threatened by uh, Elaine's mom. Elaine is the object of his affection. Yes. The daughter of the woman he's having an affair with, and. He opens up to her and she hates him. She moves to Berkeley, her university. He follows yeah. her yeah. and he decides he's going to marry her, which, which I thought was, was pretty crazy, like out of the blue. Yes, yes. Like in the, in the, while she still hated him. So she goes to uni- he goes to university and he's following her literally everywhere on dates, on buses. And 
he's he keeps pestering her until she succumbs. Mm. Yeah. So I've pretty much fast forwarded through that. It's but fine. it disturbed me. I was no. like, boss, g- g- step Chill. back, man. Chill, yeah. girl. Give her space. But then she, she immediately, I mean, she forgives him even without dialogue. Mm. Yeah. I thought that was interesting. So, uh, Joel, I'm going to state my case before you do, because yeah, I'm sure you have nothing do. but good white. So here's yeah. my opinion of the film. Okay. Uh, I want to talk about the soundtrack earlier. The oh, yeah. of Simon and Garfunkel. It, it was good. I, it was poppy. Yes. Which is like using a popular song into yeah. your, your whole thing. I, it made the film. It worked. To me, it worked sometimes. Sometimes it felt a bit off place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it did. Yeah. But anyway, back to it. One thing I want to concentrate on is how <laughs> it will read differently to people. Yes. And these were like the different ways I would see. So for some instance, it's like a young man's fantasy. I would see like a teenager, yeah. a, a boy of that age watching this film, seeing a boy come out of graduate, yeah. graduating, and then he like is in an affair with his mother's friend. And it's like his yes. first sexual, uh, Experience. sexual experience. Yes. That's pure male fantasy. fantasy. I feel like it relates <laughs> to someone at that stage. Mm. And then the, the the part that killed me is there's this scene where the uh, one of his uncles comes up to him and is like, you should look into plastics. Ben. Mr. McGuire. Come with me for a minute. I want to talk to you. Excuse us, Joanne. Of course. Congratulations, just my friend. I look at him and I can't believe it. I, I just want to say one word to you. Just... One word. Yes, sir. Are you listening? Yes, I am. Plastics. Exactly. How do you mean? There's a great future in plastics. Think about it. Will you think about it? Yes, I will. Enough said. That's a deal. That line. What what I think is <laughs> that went over in, my head. In yeah, yeah. did you the, see that? No, I remember the scene. It went over my head in the first but time. It did in the second time. Mm-hmm. Well, what did you understand? Because uh, let me tell you what I understood from it. Perhaps yeah. I saw it from a very. I feel like the fifties and the sixties were were that time when they had just discovered this new material, mm. that plastics, and it revolutionized everywhere. That's mm-hmm. when Tupperware took off. Mm-hmm. Tupperware, those plastic containers. Uh-huh. And these became like billion-dollar industries yeah. within a very, very short space of time. Yeah. So when this guy suggests something like plastics, I immediately saw it from like economic standpoint. It, like oh, this guy wow. was investing into, yeah. in, investing into this guy's future or something. Like yes. you, you don't know actually what he does, does in school or anything. You just know this is a brilliant kid who is graduating. Yes. yes. And like, okay, people are now trying to attach themselves mm-hmm. to him. Exactly. But... Basically, what did you understand? everyone did has you understand a plan for him the... except him. No, my reading mm-hmm. of that was someone told him, get into plastics. I didn't read it the way he did. Yeah. But at the end of the film, I was like, you know what? He's going to end up in plastics. Really? That was my reading of it because realistically, your life actually ends up in a Wait, a how are you interpreting the word plastics? The plastics no, like that, like that is just line. not doing... Mm. You know, they look at... Mrs. Robinson, yeah. it's weird we're not talking about her because she's a pivotal mm. part of the story. Oh yeah, big, big part yes, of she's the story. A pi- Mrs. Robinson is the, pers- is the mistress who, she fo- who mm. he has an affair with. Yeah. She's like, 
And then they have this arc where they say how she was into art, yeah. but she just ended she up in it. this rut. Yes, yes. And I look at it in the in the form of someone who's looking at this film in an optimistic way mm-hmm. will see it as follow your dream, and that actually falls into place with Elaine, who is Mrs. Robinson's daughter. Yes. Because it's like, in a it says it gives you like find the one and do no matter what you can mm-hmm. yeah. to get the one, which is exactly. What what's his, the lead character's name? Ben. Ben. Ben does. He he feel he gets a minimal connection, one date. Yes, it is. Yeah. Mm. Small yes. interaction with Elaine, mm. and he feels like he's in love with her. Yes. And then he, in a violating way, does a very Mister Fifty Shades of Grey type <laughs> style, mm. goes all the way to make sure he gets into her, mm-hmm. okay. which is a childish and very young man thing to mm. do exactly it was i know stubborn. yes it was yeah, stubborn yeah. it was rebellious yeah. yes you see yes. so he does whatever it can it, it gives you the thing of go for whatever you need mm-hmm. and get it yes. and mm. regardless of everything and just don't look to whatever the world has yeah but but i just think then yeah. it that that narrative kind of changes at the end does it can okay. we agree because I interpret the ending scene a bit differently. Yeah. Because that scene where he finally gets Elaine mm-hmm. to stop marrying the guy she's about to marry. Yeah, I feel like he gets some sort of realization of, fuck, what is this? He has been trying so hard for something. He eventually gets it, but he gets this, what the fuck did I just do type of reaction. Really? Yeah. I, I do you agree with that. me? <laughs> yeah. Do you this see his face? Yeah. The, the camera... Speaking of the camera work, <laughs> yeah. they stay on them for so long. Yeah, that you start to question. Oh, so they stay on them for so that's long, uncomfortably okay. long. The, the idea came to my mind. Yes, like this, it's dawning to him the the, 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 the consequences of his action, and the closing shot mm-hmm. is you have them framed by the two windows of the bus, yes. and they're separated by the door. Yes, and they're just drying away, and yeah. we don't know, we're sort of left in that limbo. So now that you mention it, that kind of makes sense. Mm. But I still, I didn't read it like that. I feel like, okay, he has accomplished what he, he has wanted. Accomplished, but then he has gotten this realization of, yeah. what the fuck? Okay. What next? It's like, <laughs> because they've abandoned everything about them. Abandon your family, abandon your friends, because no yeah. one's going to accept you after that. Nope. Isn't it interesting no how is. she asked him, what, I, I want you to leave this place when you know what's next. Yeah. Those. Did he? I don't think he did. That's what gives me the impression that he'll end up in plastics. Maybe we should ask he'll him. end up in He'll actually end up in plastics. That I think someone who's optimistic will look at it in, in only that sense of mm. go for what you want, stay in the artistic world, go for it. But yeah. someone who's grown old, gone through all the shit, will look at it and say he'll end up in plastics. Sharon, yeah. that line was not that important. I think I it was. I picked on it. No, no it is. Really. I it think he will end up... Action. It's pretty important, <laughs> mostly because at so the end... I think I've overdwelled on the whole plastics thing, which was you very should. minimal. But that, end, that closing shot oh, has shit. so much to read from it. Yeah. So much to read from it. And meanwhile, in this my second viewing, I looked at Mrs. Robinson as a villain. Yeah, yeah she is absolutely. a villain. She is an active villain. That was my yeah. first yeah. thought. As She's well. a super villain. Now, Joel. 
Dropping down the stairs. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> yep. Where do I start? Um, yeah, so this is my favorite movie. Mm-hmm. And I like it for very, very, very personal reasons. And basically, I watched it at the same time I was graduating. Mm-hmm. And the first, just the first scene immediately arrested me where he's like riding this conveyor belt mm-hmm. and he has that look on that sort of blank yeah very stoic yeah, yeah. very stoic style mm. like what the fuck is next mm. which yeah which, which which i agree with that whole thing mm. but i think it started much earlier like before the movie because when you read like like in the first few scenes they're reading off this guy's accolades and like mm-hmm. all he has achieved academically and yeah. all the clubs he's president of and everything he yes. has achieved it's like he's going to do his uh, master's degree and it's going to be awesome hey there's the award-winning scholar <laughs> we're all very proud of you ben thank you mrs is that the new car out there that little red wop that's ben's graduation well, you won't have much trouble picking up on that will you sir the girls, the chicks, the teeny boppers. Oh, I think Ben's gotten beyond the teeny bopper stage, haven't you, Ben? Yes, ma'am. <laughs> uh, excuse me, I think I'd just like to check something on the car for a minute. His father bought him an Alfa Romeo. Hey, here's the track star. How are you, track star? That's fine, Mr. Loom. I want to get a drink. Then I want to hear all about that thing that you won, that Hopperman Award. Helping him. Helping him. Right. You wait right here. <laughs> What are you going to do now? I was going to go upstairs for a minute. Oh, I meant with your future. Your life. Well, that's a little hard to say. So I feel like before the movie, mm. he must have been super passionate about achieving something in his academics. Yeah. And then he hit that peak and he's like, okay, I've achieved this milestone. Now what? Yeah. Like, I don't care. Like, what's next? Mm-hmm. So for me, like, because there's this line where um, he's, like, in the pool and his dad asks him, mm-hmm. what are you what doing? Are you do- I he's love like, that. Yeah, thing. and it's just like, I'm just drifting. Yeah. Mm. And he just, was literally yeah, drifting. Yes, yes, yes. And his yeah. dad is like, why? It's like, it's just comfortable to drift. Yeah. <laughs> I love, I love yeah. fucking lies like that. And that's essentially what he was doing. Yeah. Because, yes, I completely hear you out on the whole boy fantasy thing. Mm-hmm. But for my very first viewing, I never saw it like that. Mm-hmm. When I watched it, I wasn't like, oh, it would be so cool if this older woman also like seduced me or some weird shit like that. What I saw was like a boy that was lost. I wanted mm-hmm. to latch onto some sense of purpose. Because there's this line where he's like, he keeps repeating in the first scenes, like, I'm worried about my future. I just want it to be different. Wow. Yeah. He just wants to have a life that's different. Not yeah. the norm. Yeah, he wants to give a damn about something. Mm-hmm. And for me, all Mrs. Robinson like did Robinson. was she awakened this primal thing in him. Because when, when you start out, he's like this passive character, sort of drifting. Yeah. Mm. And he's trapped. I love those shots, yeah. like at the party scene, where Absolutely. he's claustrophobic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, like all these people are in his fucking face, and he's like trying to escape. I kept wondering about that because even the way they framed it, yeah, it's always they, tight. They always block you from the main character. Exactly. You had the fish tank. You had the mm, the people walking yeah. in and out. Exactly. Even in, even in the hotel. Yeah. You had the concierge, and they're showing him through that. Uh, 
that wooden yes. thingy. Yeah, so his entire battle for me in the whole movie is he's, he's representative of a younger generation battling against an older generation. Because you have all these old people around him telling him what he needs to do. Mm-hmm. Which is what that plastics line is. Mm. And you write even about the whole economic thing. Because mm-hmm. at that time, plastics were the future. The thing, yeah. So all these old people are telling him, you know, this is the, the future. This the future. is what yeah. you should do yes. if you want to be successful. Yeah. But he doesn't really care about that. He wants yeah. to do something different. Home. He wants something to care about. So for me, like when he meets Elaine... He, I don't think he ever really truly loves her or gives that much of a damn. But he's, she's just something that he gets excited. I think he gets more excited about it by the fact that Mrs. Robinson says, you can't you have this. Oh. Mrs. Robinson is like, for me, this voice of the older generation saying, no, you can't do this. Mm. You have to go this, this far. Yeah. So his reaction is like, fuck you. I'm going to get this whether you want it or not. So he decides that makes a lot of sense because of that scene where they are exactly. So it's like deta- yes. Yeah, so that's why he goes on this hackneyed quest of I'm going to marry this girl who mm-hmm. hates me, who knows I slept with her mother, yeah. but I'm going to marry her at all costs. So it's more of just I need to prove that I can live my own life and not have to do what these old people are telling me to do. Yeah. So for me, Elaine is a milestone because yeah, he actually goes after her. Steals her away from her wedding. Mm-hmm. He gets he gets the girl. Oh Jesus God! No. At first, yeah, why well, I love that fucking scene, yeah, he's happy and everything at first. It took me so long, like, to get any sort of meaning from that scene. But what I noticed is that his face, like that blank stare, appears three times in the film. Really? Yeah, yeah it appears. <laughs> okay. It appears, yeah. <laughs> it appears in the beginning. Yeah. Then in the middle, that montage where he keeps sleeping with Mrs. Robinson. He gets that blank face? Yeah, he gets that blank face after some time because he has sort of gotten over a certain milestone. He has made a certain transition now. Is that from... scene where he's talking, she's trying to talk to her, but she's refusing? No, 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 no. It's the scene where he first sleeps with her and then there's this long montage of him like swimming and then that cut of him like I jumping to her. And him closing montage. the door on his parents. Oh, yeah. so, like, like the editing is beautiful. So many yeah. cool shit going on. Like, yeah, so like during that scene, he has yeah. made that transition from boy to man, and he like that's just, that's another milestone. Now he's like, what's next? Mm-hmm. There's this sort of he's like this over eager, self absorbed youth who just wants to eat up as much as he can. He's not really thinking about like the future or any, any long term plan. I think he just wants to feel something, feel alive, latch on to something. And for me, like at the end, because uh, yeah, you were talking about like optimistic people seeing it one way and, and the mm-hmm. pessimistic and the people, people seeing it some way. People yeah. who have lived life a certain way will will see it's not like that. Yeah, when I first when I first saw it, yeah, I was in that stage of like optimism of optimism, like fuck everything. But for me, I reacted differently to that ending. What that ending showed me is that 
it, it was like sort of this depressing realization that all this shit was sort of futile. Really? That, was, that in life we sort of chase these goals, we achieve them, then it's and like, then now it's what? Like, like you now what? Yeah, because the whole thing for me is like, this dude is trying to fill up this emptiness with something the whole time. Mm-hmm. And he gets, he, he latches on to whatever he can, and then he feels that rush for a moment. But a once moment, he achieves it, it ends, he's yeah. empty again. Yeah. So much like the position he started in. Yeah, he yeah. essentially, it's cyclic. He yeah. essentially ends exact way he where he began. began. Yeah. Thank you for that. Yeah. And I feel, I feel like like Loki if you watch this movie more and like like these all these all these other characters out there little arcs, you talked about Mrs. Robinson and not going to art school. Yes. Yeah, this yeah, you sort of understand her motives now for sort of sleeping with this young guy and messing around outside of her marriage. Even with Elaine, you so I sort of got the feeling that she was experiencing the same pressures that Benjamin had. Even though we do not explore her character as much, I do not think she is as happy. Mm. But she's still Seriously. sort of... Yeah, because he has finished college. She's still in college. So I think she's yet to mm. reach that yeah, sort of, of morbid state that Ben was in. So for me, even, like, I did see it as this sort of male dominance weird thing that like oh she forgave him so fast and did this yeah i think she sort of found some camaraderie with him i think she admired how daring he was and how he was going against everyone and she wanted that freedom too deep down somewhere i think that was her draw to him which is why her face also changes like at the end because i don't think she truly like loves ben i don't think she does does. like none of them really love each other but thrill yes move like Yeah, like fuck the old people yeah, and let's was, be free. Like <laughs> it was like a, a shot at the establishment. But like, when the thrill they do go ends, many through yeah, yeah. So yeah, the thrill yeah. ends. What's next? What's next? Yeah, yeah. I wanted to ask you about something yeah. in the beginning of the film. Yeah, I don't know if you noticed this, but like there's a transition in terms of movement. Yes, of how much the move the characters oh, move. Car- yeah, like there's a lot of movement back and yeah. forth in the beginning. Yes, how, yes, like, yes, characters yes, yes. going back and I think obviously it was the most it was most pronounced at the swimming pool scene. The dad oh, goes to go, yes, he yes, comes yes, back, yes, yes. he goes, this guy comes out, he's and he, there's that whole tunnel yeah, vision the and these people guiding him along the this pool. strict path. What what do you think that meant? No, that no. For yeah. me, it went back to the whole theme of like he was being controlled by all these old people. Yeah. So for me, yeah, yeah, yeah. For me, that's what that tunnel vision was like. Yeah. That's why I love that cut so much because yeah. he can't see at either side. I have all these people, like, and he was like, like a he, spectacle. Like, yeah, yeah, he was a spectacle. Was like, yeah, he was being paraded <laughs> yeah. around by his parents. He was like yeah. this sort of trophy kid. Of, mm-hmm. Look at how awesome our kid is. Although, and what I love is that they dunk. Like he drives in the water mm-hmm. and he tries to surface. Yeah, and, and they, they push him back. They drown him like <laughs> back again. Yeah. And now, when you think about that whole scene where his dad is asking him what he's doing. You notice mm. that he's not like underneath; and, uh, he's not floating on the surface. But like the dad is still, you know, up. Yeah, he's looking up to his dad and then yeah. talking down on him. Yeah. Mm-hmm. For me, every shot had certain information. There's a reason it was there, and every cut, there was a reason it was there. Mm. This was borderline self-indulgent or full-on self-indulgent. Mm. But I admired that he went out of his way to do that. Because mm. I can imagine this being shot by someone else, and mm. it would be a com- to be a boring it movie. Be, mm. Yeah, they would make it, would it be a boring, something yeah. Dead. But 
the the way he shot it and the, like the way he set things up, mm. it made this movie so much more. Mm. It added all these layers to this sort of simple story that should not even really work. <laughs> it should not but be it interesting. Work. Yeah, so it's that's one of the many reasons I love it. It's such an oddity. Mm. Like I've literally not seen anything like this. Uh, okay. Anyway, true. I'm think, amazed you didn't find it comedic. That's that's, that was actually my next point. I was oh. about to ask. Yeah. yeah. Like, what points did you guys laugh? Honestly, it. is it like <laughs> laughing at the general? How ridiculous it was! Thing? How weird he yes. was! His nervousness was amusing me. His whole scenario I like know. i swear it as a coming me, to Mrs. Robinson? Yes, 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 yes like how did you not laugh about that like no, was that, that not was, funny no, no, absolutely a, not how did that scene translate for you it was it was simply anarchy for me it was like i mean even even this to the, to the extent <laughs> that he he sort of closes out the voices the way they mute out the sound in mm. the church scene yeah. yeah he shuts them inside it's literally blocking out all these old voices that he has been hearing his whole life yeah and then runs away with his bride yeah. <laughs> i mean yeah, but yeah I, th- that's the point i i really don't i, I really want you guys to to explain another scene it's I, comedic tell purpose. me another scene i want you to, i want to ask you about which killed me with laughter mm. that scene where he comes up to his parents and he tells them I'm going to marry Elaine. Mm. And you know, they get so excited. Yes, like, yes, oh my yes, God, yes. we've got to call the Robinsons. Yes. This is big news. He holds the phone. He's like, what? You're going to marry her? So she said yes. And he's like, no, I've just planned it like 30 minutes ago. How was yeah. that not funny? Yeah, that, that is, that is like, me. that sounds like a pretty you, how, did you, how did you translate that, was, that? I saw it as psycho. <laughs> this boy. No that's, no, that's the thing. I liked how casual they were with yeah. these extreme situations. Is this sort so of nonchalant <laughs> way they approach things of yeah. like that's ridiculous what you're doing, but like they're still doing this. I think that's the word. I would call it ridiculous. Exactly, that's comedic. why it was funny. You didn't laugh? No, that was a I think, ridiculous I think that's in a satirical hell, way. Yeah, <laughs> you've got to watch that again. Trust me, you laugh. I really think you will laugh the next Perhaps, time. Yeah. Mostly when you know what's going to happen, it will just be so ridic- ridiculous no, the thing to you is, eh? that this character thought this is actually going to work. The way he came in with so much resolve, mm. yeah. I believed him. I think that's what made it. The uh, thing is, like one of one of the, the the traits of comedy is that it has to be unexpected. Yeah, yeah. I believed this guy hundred <laughs> percent. It was like him sort of making this declaration even before it happened. Philip, mm. what's, tell me all the well, time yeah, thing which we're going to judge you on next time. <laughs> oh man, I have very alternative tastes. As well as we were sampled from my t- taste of music. Spring of music, Simon and Garfunkel. Oh, oh yeah, 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 yeah. How did we not talk about that more? It just briefly that scratched it. That song yeah. went on Hello like Darkness. Yeah, Sound of Silence, man. Yeah. <laughs> it was dope, yeah. yeah. I think it would be awesome for someone to uh, bring that music to our age. I feel like we've lost a bit of it. Yeah, like that Don't be those people. We still have great just, music. <laughs> we have amazing those music. Those people who just listen to the pop music and think, ooh, everything is gone. Yeah. The world is dark. You don't hear that, that it was very transporting. Simon. And it was so powerful. And how about that scene when his car runs out and the guitar also? Mm-hmm. Like, he's sort of losing gas. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Really cool. Can we talk about that scene where he takes uh, Elaine to the, like, the, the, the boogie uh, Oh, yeah, the strip club. <laughs> Man, that was cold. Mm. Yes, it was. I hated him a bit. Yeah, it was such a sweet girl. He did a good no, no, job by yeah. trying to make the date terrible. Yeah. yeah, and he was trying to. Obey but then he, yeah, but then he still faltered like 
at the last second. Yeah, but that's but that was so quick. Was was full time. No, no, no. For me, it wasn't quick because yeah. even the whole time he's like. Well time. I can't really tell what because you know the human beings and the eyes. Mm. You can tell a lot from yeah, what some yeah, yeah. yeah. But he's hiding them the whole time. The entire time. So I so you can't really tell. It is debatable because you could easily argue that yeah, he's being a complete asshole mm-hmm. or he's pretending to like trying so hard to be. But for me, when that because that scene like when this mm. chick is like bouncing her shit over Elaine's head. Like that's a like that's the point that he takes off his shades, mm. and you see like eyes, yeah. like you see there's a nice guy in there. And it's like okay, this he, is like I'm being a I'm dick being right a dick. now. I'm intentionally being even a dick. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So yeah, I think that's also like usually that's a good rule. Like usually filmmakers take with like characters is you. It's okay to make them as shitty as possible mm. with even heroes, but you give them that one redeeming moment. Mm-hmm. And the audience will hold on to something. Mm. So even with me, the first time I watched it, I was like, dude, you're such a dick. Yeah. But like that one moment is like, okay, there's yeah, something, he's, something he's, in there's there something somewhere. Inside. He's yeah, trying, yeah. He's, he's, just, he's trying hard to be. Yeah. I think the, they intentionally put the shades on him for us not to buy exactly. into it. Because eyes are everything. Yes. So for me, it was sort of like uh, him putting on a mask and then... Mm. Yeah. Taking it off because yeah. the rest of the night when he's being genuine with her, he mm. doesn't wear no anything. shades. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Okay, guys, this is, this is movie, so. we're done. <laughs> <Sorry>. <laughs> but I'm happy about this. I think this is like the reason I made this podcast. Like yeah. digging this deep into a film. Yeah, it's super cool. Yeah, like, it, I, I don't think I'll ever forget this film because of this. Will you? Yeah, no, yeah. never. I know. Like, <laughs> like I'm going to go out and thanks download for your an weird album. as fuck choice. You're welcome. Yeah, more people should yeah, watch really this good. movie. Yeah, Absolutely. more people should yeah. watch this movie. Anyway. I watch this movie annually as a tradition. <laughs> watch this film it's, before we go. You asked me a question. favorite episode. Wait, wait, wait. My old timey film. What's your old timey film? It's called La Vie Belle. Hey, I La think we've got to watch that. I'm not sure if I like it for like the same reasons Joe likes it. Yeah. It's just one of those films that hits me in a... Have you ever gotten nostalgia for a place you've never actually been at? Yeah. Where, where watched, is it set? When I watched it's set in Tree Congo. of Life, man. Ah! Yeah. You're so like, it's Good like... man who watches like African, African movies. Yeah. That's like Impressive. the most watched... I'm sure you've watched it. You just don't know which one I'm talking about. La Vie, what, it's what, what, a what, Papa now? Wemba song. Uh, sorry, a movie. Even a song, it's also a song, yeah. but it's for me, it's a treasure. Okay. It's, it's like one of those movies that just transport me okay. to really interesting. Oh, yeah, let's see that. do that. We should like screen um, that together yeah. and yeah, and it will be a, a very interesting. All through. Uh, it will be a refreshing difference from yeah. what we've been. Anyway, can we close this up? Yeah, yep. um, yeah. We've reviewed Joel's best film of all time. This has yeah, been fun as well. Thanks for this. Um, I'm Sharon. I'm your host with uh, Philip and Joel. Yeah. Thanks yeah. for listening. Um, if you want to email me, Sharon at cinemaredpill.com. If you have a, a weird favorite film you want to review, please email me. <laughs> if you agree or disagree with our views, just email Money. Jesus Christ. <laughs> anyway, thanks for listening. Bye bye. Bye bye.
testing, testing. Don't move, Sharon. I love these waves. Joel, talk. Waves. Waves. Philip, talk. Um, A, B, C, D. E, F, G. A, B, C. No, these waves are too small also. No, but that was an issue. Remember previously it was very clear, even with the small waves. I know, I love this. Ha ha ha! Even my ha ha ha's, they're big, but they're not so bad. Let me read from your diary. Fundamentals of business analysis. <laughs> Master the requirements. Value data and model requirements. Fuck you, stop reading. 